Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie Uncensored. We have officially moved to Patreon. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. Come on, bitch, 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 let's go. (laughs) Well, it's official. Scooter Braun announced that he is no longer managing himself. Yes, you guys have probably heard the news that, I mean, literally has been everywhere, which is that uh, several people in Scooter Braun's group that he managed are departing. Knew he would sell my music. I knew he would do that. I couldn't believe who he sold it to because we've had endless conversations about Scooter Braun and he has 300 million reasons to conveniently forget those conversations. Now, could you re-record? Oh, yeah. Might you do that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a plan? Yeah, absolutely. And it's been a slow exodus away from Scooter Braun for some time. I think a lot of that has to do with his interactions with HYBE, which now he's CEO of HYBE America. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But it just occurred to me with all of the announcements of, for example, Bianca Sensori's signing a special power of attorney. And then there were rumors that Justin Bieber, who really put Scooter Braun on the map, was maybe leaving Scooter Braun so that Haley Baldwin, his wife, could start to manage him. Although Scooter Braun and Justin Bieber denied that was happening and in fact plugged their new projects that they're working on together. There's still a lot of people who believe that Haley is in pole position to take over Justin Bieber's career. Justin Bieber if you recall, had to cancel his tour because he had facial paralysis due to Ramsey Hunt syndrome. And Haley Baldwin Bieber herself had a mini stroke and hole in her heart. Listen to what she said to Good Morning America. How is he doing right now? Um, He's doing really well. He is getting better every single day. Um, He's feeling a lot better. And obviously it was just a very scary and random situation to happen but um he's gonna be totally okay and i'm just grateful that he's fine that's good to hear yeah, yeah that is and i'm sure he's heard from all of his fans who are fully supporting him yeah the, the support has him. been really um amazing just from fans friends family like every single person has sent well wishes advice recommendations it's it's actually been really amazing that's so good to hear and and this coming on the heels of of your health scare you had a yeah. mini stroke Back in March, tell mm-hmm. us how you're doing right now. You you look fabulous. You look Thank fantastic. You. <laughs> tell Thank us how you. you're feeling. Um, I feel a lot. Well, I feel a lot better after that situation. Um, I feel good. I you know I had a procedure done to close this uh, hole in my heart, and I'm just giving my body the time to heal and recover. Uh, it was it was a little hard for me to recover from the procedure. Just giving myself the time to be able to like work out again and feel like normal, if that makes sense. Um, but I'm doing well now and you know, I'm not having to be on any medication anymore. That's so fantastic. I feel good. But the two of you both having yeah. such physical health scares mentally, I mean, I'm sure you leaned on one another, yeah. but what has that been like for you as a couple and just mentally kind of coming to terms with it? You're so young, you mm-hmm. know, to have to go through something like this, both of you. Yeah. I mean, 
I think two things like going through it very publicly in front of a lot of people it kind of almost in a way forces you to have to just be upfront about what's going on so that people understand what you're going through and I actually think it opened up a lot of really important and amazing conversation and I think the silver lining of it honestly is that it brings us a lot closer because you're going through this together you're being there for each other you're supporting each other and there's just something that really like bonds you through through these times so that is I think the like silver lining in these crazy times so this got me going and I started wanting to do a show about first of all these two situations Bianca Sensori who is this girl she's 28 years old and she finds herself in charge of almost all of Ye's assets <laughs> okay <laughs> that's a funny place to find yourself, really. Kanye West's, you know, special power of attorney person. Anyway, let me tell you a little bit about her, Bianca Sensori. She comes from Australia, right? She's 18. She starts a jewelry company in Melbourne called Nylons Jewelry. She, this is her company. She designs the jewelry and then she decides that she wants to work as a design consultant, probably while she's going to school, for a very like high-end furniture company called Collective. And then she goes from 2017 to 2020 for three years while she's obviously going to architecture school, working as a student architect intern for a company called DP Toscano Architects, which is also in Australia. So the rumor is that Bianca Sensori did not meet Ye at her job. What happened was Ye saw her on Instagram, thought she was hot, slid into her DMs, and invited her to come work for his company and also hang out with him. Wink, wink. And Bianca Sensori said, Yes, I would like to do that. So she flew to LA, started working for his company, which probably got her a visa. And then she maybe hooked up with him pretty quickly, I'd say. Okay. Um, because he has a short attention span. Now, this didn't come from, you know, one person. This was leaked from her ex-boyfriend that she was dating in Melbourne. And he said she was too big for Melbourne anyway, so it made sense that she took this opportunity. There was also a rumor another friend kind of mirrored this story. The ex-beau, by the way, said he wasn't even sure she ever finished her architectural educational training, so she may not even be a real architect. But you can see from her background, she did work at architectural firms, so she probably uh, was in that educational program at some point or another, although she, maybe she dumped it when she got hit on by Ye. But she finds herself in LA somehow and ends up working for Yeezy starting in November 2020. So just a few months after she quits her job in Australia. And within two years and six months of working for Yeezy full-time as an architectural designer, which by the way, I have no idea what the hell that is. But this got me thinking, how did this girl end up in the position that she now finds herself in, signing a special powers of an attorney document that she is now in control of assets of yay? Not to mention she's his creative muse and, you know, having obviously endless sex, which 
I guess, is apparent from all of their public displays of affection. And then his spiritual wife, because he never actually marries her. It just seems like a lot. They move into this $20,000 a month penthouse. You know, she seems to be standing by him as he's losing his mind on a few occasions in the last two and a half years. And I just am like, how does this happen? What is really happening here? And I'm going to tie all of the stories that I'm going to tell you on today's show back to Scooter Braun and the circumstances he finds himself in right now. Now, you may also be getting very confused at this point because, wait, isn't everybody reporting that Bianca Sensori is also a model? Here, let me read you something from the U.S. Sun. Bianca Sensori has two sisters. One is Alicia, who works as a nurse and has a son in Brisbane, Australia, and Angelina, who works as a model, like Bianca. Well, I mean, I'm so confused. Is she a model or an architect? And there is something very single white female movie premise about Bianca Sensori. Let's face it. An ad for a roommate brought a stranger into Allison's life. Someone who shares. What's kind of fun having a girlfriend again? Someone. Do you guys know when you'll be back? Uh, No, it's kind of an anniversary tonight. Really? Who cares? Where the hell have you been? Making me feel like I'm 16 years old here. Someone who borrows. I've got a surprise for you. You've got to be kidding. I love myself like this. It was like looking at myself. It was scary. Someone who steals. Hey, sleepy guy. Ellie? No, not Ellie. Someone who would kill to be her. She starts out looking exactly like Kim Kardashian, Ye's ex-wife. She comes on the scene and Kim Kardashian is still trying to communicate with Ye directly. He buys a house across the street from hers. His plan is to tear it down. I think he buys it for four and a half million and it's like a junker. And he's going to tear down this big estate and build, you know, a dream house to be close to the kids. Well, you know, as soon as Bianca comes on the scene, that gets destroyed. In addition, I understand that Bianca starts to intercept all the phone calls that Kim makes to Ye. He does not want to speak to Kim Kardashian anymore. His attitude was that he believed at one point that Kris Jenner and Kim Kardashian may be trying to put him into a conservatorship. As he described it, they showed up at some meeting or something with a doctor or two doctors, and they were trying to have him evaluated, which could put him in a position where they might have been able to take his assets in a conservatorship by proving that, you know, he lost his mind, which is supposedly one of the reasons that he retreated to Wyoming so he wouldn't have to interact with them directly and because, frankly, he was afraid. And rightfully so, because there's people like Lou Taylor in their space that they're doing business with, and Lou Taylor is famous for being the person who initiated the idea of a conservatorship when it came to Courtney Love, potentially Lindsay Lohan, and actually pulled it off with Britney Spears. 
But bringing it back to Bianca Sensori, it's so strange to me that not only did she start off looking like a carbon copy of Kim Kardashian, but she also has family that seems to have the same, I'll use like a social media term, vibe as the Kardashians. Her sisters in pictures look very trendy and they sort of, you know, I mean, they could literally be like another Kardashian family and tabloids have called that out. It's not me just saying that. It's something that's like well covered. What's really strange too is that when you go to Alicia's Instagram page, who is the youngest sister, there's literally no comments or likes appearing from Bianca, which is odd to me. You know, I know she probably wants to maintain her family's privacy, but now it's out there. So you'd think she'd be writing comments under her sister's page, like you look beautiful and all of that. So I think that's kind of odd. The son did reach out to Angelina and she did give a quote about how she felt about Ye marrying her sister spiritually uh, because it's not technically a real marriage. And she said, it's incredibly happy news for my sister and the family, but we chose to have some privacy for the time being. She also said, I'm super happy for both of them. Bianca's parents are Leo and Alexandra. Leo, interestingly enough, was a gangster in Australia uh, in the drug industry. He was jailed for heroin dealing for quite a period of time. And his brother, who was named Arison Sori, was a notorious gangland killer. And he was called Melbourne's Al Capone. And Eris actually got sentenced to death in the 80s for a gang-related murder, but it ended up getting commuted and he just got life in prison, which he's still serving to this day. There's another brother to Leo and Eris, and that is their eldest brother, Edmondo. And he's known as Eddie Capone. He has convictions in Victoria for violence, including assaulting police, theft, and threats. I'm not sure I would want to be a Capone considering he lost his mind to syphilis, but somehow he still is a glorified gangster. Bianca's dad's first wife even made it in the big papers in Australia. October 19th, 1991. Let me read you the article written by John Sylvester. Wife rats on Gamble Boss. For the full scoop, join the Dishing Drama Dana Patreon. The link is in this audio description. It's only $6 a month and you'll get the best information and tea about the things you care about and even the things you don't know you care about. What are you waiting for?